Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. Your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs. You look tough today. Coming to you live from Lot B and a very chilly and windy, and I really hope that I don't lose power during this show, Lot B minus. Randy, yes. you look... Like you're ready to knock over a bank or something. Okay, for those of you tuning in to audio only, you're just gonna have to bear with us. But anyone that can see us, can can someone explain me the the hypocrisy of everyone making a big deal about what I'm dressed like because I'm wearing a beanie and a and a thermal shirt. Robbie Raz is literally wearing the exact same thing. <laughs> Except his thermal shirt has uh, Darth Vader in a Santa hat. But um, but just the same, I don't know why I look well, like okay, I got prison it. Randy. I think you came Robbie on first, and we were shocked, and we said, oh, prison And then Robbie came on, and we, the shock had already worn off. We're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so apparently you, everyone you, just does you were You were the shock, Randy, and I was the, oh. Ladies shock. and gentlemen, the oh. wet bandits. <laughs> In, in our defense, it is like below 50 degrees, which is not normal it's true. For, it's true for California. And it's rainy as heck. And, and, and you know, it's uh, it's long sleeve and beanie weather. True story. It's And for those of you listening on uh, podcast, Randy is completely full of it. He's wearing a full ski mask. <laughs> it's, all, it's just got holes cut through. All I can see are his eyes and this tiny little slit with a cigar sticking out. I don't even know how you're talking. Um, so that's that's why you, you look like you're ready to knock over a bank. But uh, I'll tell you what, boys, it is the, the wind has calmed down a little bit, but we have um, uh, severe, uh, severe rain, it says here. It is 49 degrees, but uh, I've got some rain and wind coming. So if I all of a sudden disappear, I'm OK. It just means the power went out. Uh, we're not used to uh, high wind gusts over in this area. Randy, season four, baby. RTDs, we are we are working our way through. We've got some very weather-appropriate beverages going tonight. And uh, we've already kind of checked in with the boys back in Colorado. But you guys got some snow or something going on out there? Because tell us how, how weak we are. Well, <laughs> it's windy. You guys, we're under severe winds. 90-mile-an-hour mm. winds. And that's not what? even – I'm not even exaggerating. Like, oh, so we're definitely losing power tonight. So the show is well. We luckily, luckily, most of that has subsided. But today, like my fence broke, and I mean it was horrific. Mm. So, yeah, we had some serious, serious weather come through today. But at this at showtime, it's not it's not so bad, boys. So well, I think we're gonna be good. Beautiful. Y- 
yeah, when when Robbie said that it's you know severe weather here, we've got like 19 mile an hour winds and it's drizzling. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's well, your weather is very different from my weather. You're like 100 miles away now. We're stretching the cord pretty pretty strong here. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really stretching it. Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the telephone cord. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's whatever. It's it's winter time. Nobody cares. Uh, we are working our way through these ready-to-drink cocktails, Randy. Um, now that we got the weather talk out of the way, go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, share the show on Facebook if you're watching live. If you're tuning in on podcasts, thank you ever so much for uh, letting us accompany you on your ride to work or wherever it is that you are listening to a podcast. Uh, there's other places that I won't get into. Maybe, um, maybe you're on the way to knock over a bank. Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> something, something really cool that we don't even know about. Um, but we don't know about it. So if you are in the process of doing that, we cannot be held accountable in any way. Uh, and the dojo does not, uh, condone, um, robbing banks. Uh, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> so we got ready to drink cocktails, Randy. We are going with, we're jumping into the pairing like super early this week. It's like we're on track on time. Sort of. I was going to say, I like how just doing what the plan is, is super early. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, this is crazy. We've got the, uh, as I've already dipped into this, but this is the uh, premium golden margarita ready to drink from our good friends at uh, Kirkland, um, which is your local Costco. This contains uh, triple sec liqueur, and it's got real lime juice in here, Randy. And it is made with gold tequila, 100% cane sugar, 127 percent alcohol per volume there's 1.75 liters of this stuff i am going to try to get through as much as i possibly can randy has promised he will shotgun a full one uh, right <laughs> after the read so we'll see how that goes um have, is this your first experience randy with the not with any ready to drink margarita of course we've had the cut water margarita uh but is this your first experience with the premium golden margarita from costco it is my first time with the kirkland margarita a uh, couple things to, of, of note here. Um, you know, you mentioned the gold tequila that they claimed to, to use there. Um, obviously, what makes tequila gold is the same thing that makes whiskey brown, and that's barrel aging. That's right, folks. Tequila comes out of a still perfectly clear. To, um, so, uh, so reposado is the Spanish word for rested. Uh, so that's a, a very short um, you know, it could be anywhere from a few days, a few weeks to a month or so uh, in a barrel. So you start getting that light gold and, and uh, añajado would be aged. So you'd get that much darker, um, more brownish color that you get. Uh, uh, that, Wait, um, you don't go you don't añejo? Añajado is, is aged and añejo would be, um, would be the, like the old, isn't it? Yeah, it's more like old. Yeah, añejado is, is like the process. Añejo would be, you know, what they usually use, I guess. Both would be correct, Jordan. Mm -hmm. per, two, uh, two separate words, to be clear. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, th I thought that was interesting, though, that they, that they use a uh, bar uh, at least a barrel rested to say that they have the gold tequila. And then, um, and then also I noticed this is the exact same ABV as the cut water at 12.5%, you know, just to, just to kind of like – Set expectations and, and uh, like um, make clear uh, your standard mixed margarita that you're making at home with uh, tequila, a little bit of lime juice, uh, maybe a little bit bit of triple sec or or uh, or Cointreau is how that's that word spelled 
folks, uh, are pronounced. It's uh, it would be closer to about 33 percent uh, ABV. So um, the, these are kind of dialed back a little bit. Again, you you, you know, I mean, these things are made for the masses. Made to you know throw a couple ice cubes in, in, in a glass and start drinking. Um, but but it's interesting, you know, talking about the, the whole uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to talk about the whole whole uh, RTD thing, it, it does make it you know the lower ABV makes it more of a social beverage where you're like pound pounding it rather than this 33% like more sipping beverage. Um, I noticed that Eric had uh, had a big old tequila glass uh, there in his hand. You, you didn't go blended, did you, Eric? No, but I've got salt like a real man does. I mean, come ah, on, where's your guys' yeah. salt? And you have like a gigantic I, I, square ice cube in there? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't as excited about that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't request that. It, it came with it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, it's interesting that you point that out. Um, uh, the salt, Eric, I, I was wondering whether we were going to do salt or not. We didn't discuss it. Um, and we, we've actually done margarita on, on a previous uh, season where we discussed that salt is actually a complementary flavor to acidity to sourness um obviously you know the, uh, a margarita is very lime uh juice and flavor heavy um dri- driving a certain acidity a certain sourness and so that uh, that salt is uh designed to e- emphasize and enhance uh that that sourness because we were uh because we're pairing kevin thanks for your opinion uh <laughs> because we're, we're pairing it with, with some different things i thought that the you know the salt would just be another element that we'd have to um get kind of work through because ultimately uh, uh things about a margarita is with salt it actually is a pairing in and of itself because you're pairing the salt with the drink and so um so we don't do a lot of three element uh, pairings here, so I, I opted to... Wait a minute. That's, that's, like wait, saying, wait, 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 that's like wait, saying wait, that wait. any uh, time you have to stick like a uh, orange wedge on your <laughs> yeah. cocktail, that now is part of the pairing. <laughs> Come that's, on. That's the cocktail. Come on, Randy. That's, uh, yeah, you're being a little... That's a little weird. Come on. like This is the way a margarita should be like, right here. You com- I mean, in a way, that 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 is the cocktail. You guys really think margarita is all about salt, huh? Well, wow. the combination. It's, it's, it's the co- no, 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 it's a fair argument. No, no, I'm, I'm not challenging you. I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, uh, interesting. You pour, we, if we you pour tequila just, in there, all of a sudden now it's a pairing between tequila and lime <laughs> and well, Cointreau. The uh, there's a three-way pairing right I there. I was looking at what to pair because I like winning these things. So I like getting the pairing right. And so when I was looking at the right pairing for a margarita, really, you, you have two primary options. I'm not saying it's the only way to pair margaritas, but you you would typically go salty, which would be a complimentary. It's what I did on the last show. We did I did a Davidoff Escudio, uh, which is known for its salty uh, kind of minerally characteristics. And so um, so that would be complimentary. I went with a contrasting pairing. I'll just go ahead and announce my pairing. I went with the sweetest cigar I know. As sweet and sour is a classic um, contrasting. So I went with the Aganorsa Leaf Cigar Dojo Collaboration 2021 Reviver. Um, so I really wanted that sweetness and that sourness to intermingle and be able to talk about how those two uh, flavors were were, um, were working out and pairing. And, uh, and so I just felt like the, the salty, the salt 
would, you know, interact in, in an unknown way. And I, and I didn't want to uh, lose to Robbie, but sounds like, and, and wait a minute. He doesn't have salt on his glass either. Just no, I noticed clear, that. As, as, as Kevin Aiken comes sitting there. But like, we haven't heard his excuse yet. Ah. I, no excuse. I, I, my, actually, my thought process was exactly the same as Randy's. Um, I didn't want to go. I felt adding the salt component would, uh, would inhibit the pairing, to be honest. And, and honestly, I, his, his description of having the salt on the rim being you know a, a pairing in and of itself and my argument would be it's not actually in the drink it's mm. it's separate more from of a garnish drink. really neither it's, it's well, not even neither is the uh, that was my the point. mint on a mojito right. when is you, any garnish would when you rub it on the edge there's absolutely mint in a mojito you muddle a mint in a mojito but then you in the drink then then at the end then at the end you yeah, rub the yeah, mint you put, around the right. the rim absolutely but it's also in the drink so you're kind of doubling down so I'd say the same thing about a you make it an old fashioned. You use a a, a a little whatever you call it orange twist that usually ends up in the drink. Even though I I tend to like all kind of sl- slap it around, get the oil around the drink. Slap it around. You slap it around. You know, give it a little <laughs> wah, wah, right on the side. There. And you don't think that the the salt ends up in the drink? I think it does, but it's not it's not mixed in the drink. I mean. Neither I is the garnish. That's okay. I, they can have I it know. that I'm way. Just, I, I, okay. wouldn't, I wouldn't normally dissect this argument as much uh, as as uh, you're asking us to. Um, I, I think that the way that the way that Randy explained it is, I did not. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to impede the pairing. Frankly, if I, you I just that, said that, I wouldn't even be arguing at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but the, the idea. The, well, yeah, but the idea though of really the, the salt being a separate component. It's a garnish. Is well, yeah. So all but cocktails they, we should strip garnishes from going no, forward. It's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's not what I'm saying at all. Every garnish that you've mentioned is actually in. This is boring conversation. Is actually <laughs> in the drink. I agree with the that. Salt, the salt is separate. It, it ends up in there, sure, but for the most part, it doesn't. The, any other any salt. other drink, the garnish only ends up in there if you put it in there. Doesn't now, happen. hey, I've got something for you guys. What, do you guys normally yeah, let's, let's, do? You, do you guys normally this. like salt though on a margarita? Besides, you just didn't do it tonight. But do you normally do that? It, it's it's six to one, half dozen the other for me. Really? So here here's here's the, here's something that I'm curious for the guys that like salt. I I strategically drink the salt in a certain way. Like I Ooh. after I have the first sip, you know, which takes away like a section of the salt. Then yeah. from then on in, I only get like the just the yeah. little corner of the salt in each sip. So like slowly, I'm working I my hate way. That, f- that first sip around. Right, just, you just have to do it. Just, just it's too get much it out salt. of the way. Yeah, right. right, right and then right, after right. that, you just just edge this. <laughs> just just touches the side <laughs> of your lip. Yeah. You well, we systematically work then. your way around yes. the rim of yeah. the glass. Yeah, I think. Exactly. We, we do all agree on that. I will tell you, I typically go no salt more frequently. Because that first salt experience that. can sometimes be so gosh darn yeah. They should That's true. serve it to you with just that first bit cut off. Cut off it's the glass. Yeah. 
I, I, we, we, you know what? I was going to decide with Robbie that this is just not a very like compelling argue, uh, conversation. <laughs> but but now now you're kind of on to something. Now we're like we're evolving. <laughs> yes. Oh really? And right, right? Like, what's the we're pushing, pushing the the edge? Oh of yeah, this we're pushing deal. boundaries here, you guys. What's what's <laughs> you, what's the best? They knew all they needed to know about a margarita, and we're we're kind of changing the. You had no idea what you were in. Well, how about this? What do you think this? is the best way to get the salt onto the cup? That's that's why I usually don't salt the rim of the glass because I'm terrible at it. I'll I'll. There's only one right way. Well, okay. Well, we'll I thought so too, but my dad introduced me to a new one that I didn't know about tonight. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, ahead, I, I Randy. Either, let's hear yours. I, I either get too much salt, like it goes way up the inside and the outside, so it's like not just on the rim, but it's like an inch deep, so it's like salt <laughs> upon salt, or it just all falls off and I don't get any. So that's usually why. If I have salt on the rim, it's because somebody else made it. Mm. So, I, so the only reason I say the only right way to do it is because you you, you want to emphasize that lime. So, taking this the the lime that you squeeze, and by doing this, you, you're now you're now inferring that you used real natural fresh squeezed lime, which is going to make a superior drink in the first place. But you take the 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 lime once it's squeezed out, and then you rim the glass with that. Pour some sea salt. Certainly not. Here's the other thing. Yeah. You know, some people might accidentally use table salt if we don't explain no, this. Don't do that. You don't want to use table salt. Kosher salt could work in a pinch, but sea salt is the it needs just to be the thick right salt to use. Big old chunks. Yeah, yeah. big, nice, uh, you know, rock now, kernels. Now, I like where you're going with the lime, but I can't imagine it being able to hold the salt on very well. I traditionally... Oh, I, lime's very sticky. I would always use the drink itself, the margarita, because it has the sugar in it to hold the salt. And it's got the, you know, it's got all the ingredients. But that's okay. New, that's fair. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. A new twist, a new wrinkle in the in the story. <laughs> Sensei over here is using agave syrup tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like that. Much much Ooh, thicker. I like that. That's, that's a unique twist. Sexy, really yeah. agave up the, the the drink. Yeah, it, yeah. It gives it it gives it a little sweetness to the salt. So you get you get a little extra something there, and it it, it holds really the holds salt. That salt. Beautifully. You, know, you can also use your simple syrup if you're making the margarita from scratch. Sure. Now, we weren't doing that tonight. So so there's like yeah, uh, 10,000 ways well, like to do this. Two things that you guys brought up that I really want to uh, touch on in agave and simple syrup. So uh, some people don't even use um, uh, a sweetener at all. I'm a big fan of using agave uh, a syrup um, instead of a... A simple syrup, but I also I, I do my own uh, I do my own um, sweet uh, sour mix uh, where where it's actually uh, uh, two parts lime one I'm sorry two parts lemon one part lime uh, and then a little bit of agave syrup to kind of make it a, a simple syrup. But um, uh, but agave it's it's interesting. So if you guys have seen um, if you guys have seen cacti, which is this uh, Budweiser distributed. Uh, seltzer that um, blew up, I mean, became huge because of um, the name recognition that that guy, what's his name, Rob? You know his name. He's the one with the... I'm just agreeing with Scott. Uh, Travis Scott. That's it. Travis Scott. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that helps. But that's, I, had, I was just agreeing with Scott, saying let's move on. But go ahead. Well, so Travis Scott, um, I, it must be a part owner or an influencer with the Cacti brand, and, uh, and they got sued... Because they made the claim that 100% um, agave 
was used, and it just kind of showed. Uh, I thought it was interesting that people misunderstand what agave is, and all agave is 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 it's a it's a type of of, of plant. It's the maguey, right? We've talked about that with mezcal. Looks basically like olivera, you know, style uh, kind of leaves. Uh, blue Weber agave is a very small and slightly bluish tint. Um, so it's just one varietal of maguey, and that is uh, is harvested for its for its juices, then it's fermented, then it's distilled. So that's agave's role in tequila is, uh, you know, the distillate itself is made from the agave uh, plant's juices. Um, so it, it's interesting, though, because you do get some residual agave flavor. So by adding a, agave syrup, you kind of infuse it with a little more of that agave flavor. Um, but that being said, like some of these RTDs are, don't even use tequila sometimes. One of the reasons why, uh, you know, I like Kirkland. I think they, they do a good job with their products and make a quality beverage here that they're using real tequila. But, you know, with some of these uh, kind of lower, non-premium, ready-to-drink cocktails, you can literally just take grain-neutral spirits, which is just like a basic distillate, um, you know, no different than moonshine or, uh, you know, uh, anything like that. And then add agave flavoring, and it will taste similar to tequila. And so, uh, so be careful when you when you read about agave out there. You know, you know, it, it can be a little bit confusing. Tequila literally comes from a, a agave distillate versus just being flavored with agave. Um, so, anyways, I just thought I'd try and just shed a little light on uh, onto uh, what, what agave means. I missed and... about three minutes of that. Can you just? <laughs> Take it back. No, no, no. Do you want me to go over that again? <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, actually, I've gone over things multiple times in a show before, and that actually reminds me of something, Jordan. Hold on to your seats, folks, because, man, have I got some news for you. If you haven't heard, our sponsor, Drew Estate, is giving away a Bitcoin. A single Bitcoin. Valued as high as $68,000 and could go even higher. What's truly as exciting is that you still have a chance to win. All you have to do is tune in to Freestyle Live on Facebook at 7 p.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday. Make a comment. And you could be $68,000 richer. Your last chance to win this unbelievable prize is happening on January 20th. And as if that wasn't enough, I have another huge announcement. If you guys weren't paying attention on Friday night when Abe DeBabna was on talking about it, it's back. For the 16th consecutive year, Smoking Cigars presents America's great cigar event, The Great Smoke 2022. This year's event, dubbed The Last Luau, is an event truly like no other. Co-hosted by Michael Herklotz of Ferriotego Cigars and the remarkably stunning Kim Keeney, known by her Instagram followers as Shimokini, will take place on Saturday, February 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This event will be the place to be in the cigar industry, and I mean anyone. Who's anyone will be in attendance? And it only gets better from there. 
There'll be an amazing raffle prizes every hour, not to mention the manufacturer exclusives from the likes of Aganor Salif, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Room 101, and Espinosa Cigars. But I've already promised that this is going to be a bigger event than you've ever heard of. So that's just the beginning. Were you hoping for more? Well, it turns out it's really a four-day celebration. Thursday is the kickoff party hosted by Alec and Bradley Rubin. Friday is the pre-party hosted by Rocky Patel, followed by a special luau version of the infamous Red Meat Lovers Club dinner hosted by none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Saka himself. Then, on Saturday after the main event, will be the after party hosted by Robert Caldwell. Also Saturday will be the after after party at the Spearman Rhinos Gentlemen's Club hosted by Recluse Cigars. And if you can still stand up straight come Sunday, you are invited to the post-party brunch hosted by Rainier Lorenzo of HVC Cigars. You do not want to miss this opportunity to be part of the premium cigar industry. Go to thegreatsmoke.com and get your tickets today. Wow. That was, there was not a single hiccup. I'm exhausted. I am exhausted. It was amazing. I didn't even kick the plug out of the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking. So so I'm really really excited I got got to pull that one off. I I literally wrote that for last week, and and my feet get so excited as I'm doing my read. I just start kind of moving around. I kicked the (laughs) the audio cord out last week, so... uh, Super, super pop. Very Thank well. You guys. Very good. Oh, oh, I got a 10 from Joe Kamoa. 9.2. 9.2 from, uh, 9. from me. That's pretty high. I, I, I like uh, Tim checking in with, is Randy trying to sell a mattress at 50% off? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Whackable, yes. wacky, inflatable, flaring arm tube, man. Well done. <laughs> That's great. Well uh, done, well, Randy. Well done. Yeah, no, and, and what, what a great show on, on Friday, you know, having Abe on, on Smoke Night Live promoting this event. Obviously, you know, this is one of the premier events. And, and again, you know, to, to say that you could really mix it up and be part of the industry by attending this is, is not overstating it. Like the attendance is all the who's who. If you've never been to one of these events and and, and watch these types of shows on, on social media and you follow these guys, they all show up. Uh, and, 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 you know, it's so approachable. You get, you get a chance to really, like, rub elbows with your favorite uh, cigar celebrities. Uh, it's going to be a phenomenal time. Everyone should make it down there. Can't wait for it myself. Uh, we do request that you ask permission before rubbing anyone's elbow. <laughs> um, no, Randy, you're right. This, this, is, this event is, uh, is, is huge. I can't add anything to what you said. Like I said, I'm still exhausted from, from you reading that. It was impressive. And it, and as and to Eric's point, there was there's usually you usually have a minute where you're kind of like you say something and then you'll pause or, you know, you, you fumble with it a little bit because I mean, we're not professional people doing this kind of thing. We're just messing around. But you do so, such a fantastic job. And that one, you there was no no hiccups, no fumbles, no nothing. It was smooth. Well, it's because I am a professional. I'm not just messing around. I'm glad we now know your level of investment in the show. <laughs> you're <laughs> But I just mess it around. You know it. Yeah, whatever it is, what it is. You realize this is like our hundred and fifth 
show on Flavor Odyssey. Like we've been doing this for a minute. I, I don't know how many times, how many episodes we have to have before you're going to consider us a professional. You've done five different shows that are longer than this one, so I, I, I don't know. It, doing I'm, it I'm for surprised. we're almost into plural decades. Uh, I, I've, I've surpassed one decade. And we're getting oh. into the second one. So that, oh, as that I just a saw a, a Team Robbie vote come through. Uh, Jordan, you ever put the poll up? For well, we can. can't. Well, you guys never said what you're smoking. Only, only Randy said oh. what he's smoking. Oh, well, holy crap! We didn't even see. That's that's so funny. I, I, I get. We got so. Where did we land on the salt thing? <laughs> Forget it. Well. <laughs> So, Randy, remind everybody you're smoking the. Uh, I'm smoking the, the Reviver, Reviver, the newest release, the 2021 uh, Agonorsa Cigar Dojo collaboration. Fantastic. I, as uh, 150% of the audience knows, because they all tuned in to the live yesterday, Randy, I am smoking the Laranja, which you cannot see because the light is shining way too brightly on it. The Laranja Reserva, Randy Reserva, mm-hmm. uh, not the Escuro, the mm-hmm. Laranja Reserva, which I was very excited to find hidden in my humidor uh, with uh, two or three traveling companions. So I have a few of these now. I'm excited because it's become pretty hard to come by. Uh, no. My reasoning behind, pardon me, my reasoning behind this pairing was I wanted to find something that had, I thought about going the salty route with cigars, but we've already kind of done that. I really wanted to go with the Avo uh, Fogata, which I think would be a fantastic pairing for this. But we did that already in the salty segment. That felt like cheating. Um, I toyed with the idea of doing the Davidoff that you smoked during uh, season three um, earlier this year when we did the, the salty segment and paired with uh, Margarita. I wasn't on that show, so it would have been like halfway cheating. So instead of going with the salty route, uh, which I think Eric went, I decided to go with something that had more of a citrus kind of vibe to it, thinking that that citrus is going to find, even though it's more of, when I think of this, I think of more of like an orange or a lemon citrus. Lime to me, orange, lemon, Lime is its own beast. Mm. Lime to me tastes. I'm I'm so much more sensitive to the flavor of lime than I am to, uh, to oranges, the different types of oranges or different types of, uh, of lemons. Lime to me just stands out. So, um, while this does have a citrus vibe to it, to me it was always more of like, an orange blossom, maybe a little bit of orange uh, rind kind of uh, mm. citrus. So I'm curious to see, <clears throat> if that is going to work well with the uh, citrus component from this uh, lovely premium golden margarita from our good friends at Costco, Randy. Well, I'm glad you, you pointed out, uh, you know, what your thinking was. Uh, I also had a, a strategy behind this. Again, um, the reviver was something. You already something... told us. You're pandering now for, for votes, and we already well, know we what you're. just got the poll up. <laughs> oh, you have to remind everybody. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, well, no, it's also a reminder that, you know, um, that Eric and Jordan, when working with uh, with Terrence Riley over at uh, at Agnor Salif, right when he had got there, uh, you know Agnor Salif is so well known for its you know its Jalapa Corojo, which is a uh, is a uh, uh, a very sweet you know finish from from the um, tobacco. But it's but it's interesting to me the way we go, sometimes you know it's so easy for us to refer to this as sweet, where a layman, a non-cigar smoker, like. You know, their notion of sweetness in a cigar, they, they'd probably lose it. You know, if you didn't smoke a lot of cigars and, and, and the range of cigars, you might miss and, 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 you know, not quite understand the sweetness that you get from tobacco. But um, that being said, I'm going for a sweet and sour, a contrasting, um, uh, you know, pairing that is you know, classically well known. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, the, how this goes here. It works really well on chicken. 
It does. It does. And, and pork, actually, if, uh, if, if you're so inclined. Uh, Eric, what, uh, I know you're pairing along with us, Jordan. You're still on the injured list. Uh, Eric, <laughs> what is it that uh, – I know you went with – you're going Perdomo, yeah? I, I, so I wanted something with some subtle uh, salty, a salty note. So I'm going with the Perdomo uh, Vintage Aged 12 Years Connecticut. And I'll say this. This – I sh- probably should have picked the Maduro – or maybe the sun grown, the um, the Connecticut with the you know the kind of the uh, a little bit of a grassy hay flavor, which I, I I love this cigar. I can smoke this cigar every single day. But with the with the margarita, um, the, it gets run over a bit. So I think maybe the sun grown or the Maduro would have been better. So had I been in the voting tonight, I would tell all of you guys to vote against me. Because this wasn't the best pick. This this is a fantastic cigar. Love it. But I would have gone Sun Grown or Maduro instead just to, to not have that grassy note. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's interesting point when you talk about the grassiness. I was, <clears throat> When I did the live uh, yesterday, I had talked about uh, one of the other cigars I was potentially interested in, in pairing with was the, uh, uh, the Hoya Antonio Connecticut. That does have a little bit of does have a little bit of citrus in there, and there's a little bit of a salty note in there as well. Um, but I didn't take the that grassiness into account. I didn't. That's the pairing I ended up not going with, obviously. Uh, but to me, that just sounded interesting given those two components. But when you bring that grassy aspect into it, um, it might. And plus, I, I was worried that this was going to get run over. As yeah. I mentioned in the uh, in the live, I thought I haven't tried this, so in my head, I had an idea of what this is going to taste like it's going to be pretty thick it's going to be really really sweet it's going to be really really sour it's going to have a a, like a a a very like like synthetic mass-produced kind of flavor to it was what i was thinking uh so i was i thought you know i'll put a ton of ice in here i'll let the ice melt and then when the ice melts it's going to taste a little bit better uh that's not really the case it's it's surprisingly good um given that you can get two liters of it for like nine bucks (laughs) crazy Uh, right and, and it's it's funny. I cracked this thing open, and uh, Dana tried it as well. She's like, oh, it's pretty good. It's it's not the best, but it's pretty good." I was like, "For nine bucks?" I said, "The next time we're having a party, yeah, and some and people want uh, margaritas, we're getting like six of these. We'll put it in a gigantic, you know, uh, uh, drink Punch dispenser. Bowl. Yeah, like dispenser or whatever. And there you go. You got your margaritas. I'm not I'm not making margaritas, and it tastes good enough for a party. So, uh, for nine bucks, this is you know, you're going tailgating." Or whatever. I mean, you're at home. You want to have a good margarita. That's a different story. But uh, for what this is, for what it costs you, and the amount of work and time that it saves, it's brilliant. Now, Robbie and and Randy, uh, Jordan and I picked this cocktail specifically for this segment, this pre-made cocktail segment, because of exactly what you're saying. It's surprisingly good. And Randy... Could could part of that be that it it does have real lime juice and lime That's flavor? The There's lime, no concentrate lime, flavor. Yeah, lime flavor is one of those really weird things where if it is not real lime juice, you it, that's just one of those flavors you cannot replicate. And so the fact that this has real lime juice in it, I think that's that might be one of the reasons that this pre-made cocktail is passable. I totally agree. I, I think you know to your your point. It, you know, there's this freshness that comes from lime juice. It's it's such a strong flavor. To to Robbie's point, the sourness is so intense that if it's not fresh, you end up like having that that zestiness 
that comes for, from Lyme kind of, kind of subdues, and then it just becomes like 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 you said, it's like it's uh, you know this very thick, you know, overly it gets, sour. It gets that, bitter. Don't you don't you guys sure. think don't you guys think that when uh, like like a uh, faux lime flavor stuff tends to taste perfumey or something. Mm. Like it doesn't have, it just doesn't have that fruit flavor. It has more of like a perfumey right. fake right. flavor. This does not have that at all. And so like what Robbie, what you said, if you're having a party or whatever for the price and stuff, you can pour these. Yeah, this is no, we're not, we're not going to any stretch of the imagination. This does not replace a really well-made margarita. That's, that's for sure. However, in a pinch or in a party or or you don't want to mess around with it, this really passes as a good refreshing sort of drink. And we me and Jordan have been drinking this for a couple of years. It's it's pretty solid. Yeah, and if you want if you want to kick it up again, like you said, you know, um it it's kind of dumbed down to twelve and a half percent. You could juice it up with a little bit yeah. of tequila as well. Yeah. I and I, I think the the base the sweetness and lime flavor is strong enough that you could a- absolutely add some extra tequila to it and you, you know get it a little bit more potent and the, and the the rest of the flavor would, would hold and still maintain a, a a good option for again you know you're looking for mass uh you, you know and and convenience and everyone's looking for convenience these days um this definitely checks the box for, in, a, in a big way now, hey, yeah, hey I, Robbie, nope. uh, yeah. oh, sorry, uh, go ahead, finish your thoughts. I have one last question for you guys, and then I'll let you talk about your pairings. But uh, Yeah, no, I was going to say, I uh, I toyed with the idea, although, but I'm a stickler to the show, because I figure I'm the only one who's actually going to follow the pairing. So uh, I didn't do it, but I, I toyed with the idea of doing a little uh, Cointreau floater on the mm-hmm. top mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> to bring out a little bit more of that orange. I would have been a nice cheat to yeah. uh, to help with my pairing a little bit. Uh, so that would be something I would recommend again if you want to dress it up a little bit. But when it comes to these RTDs, that's what we're talking about here. We're not talking right. about right, you know right. you're, <clears throat> it's a it's a Friday night. You're at home and you want to have a nice cocktail, so you crack open a a, a cut water mai tai. No, that's not really the case. You want to have a nice cocktail, you make it yourself for the most part. Sure. Or you go to a bar and have somebody make it for you. But uh, this type of thing, it's perfect for like I said, you're having a barbecue, a bunch of people coming over. Boom, you throw you get five or six of these and it depends on how big that's a big party. But uh, you know, maybe you're just inviting Randy over for a Saturday. You get six <laughs> or seven of them. Who knows? Uh, hey now. Uh, but it, it's the same thing with the, these other ones. The the the, the cut water that we did and the, the old fashioned that we're gonna be doing next week. Um, it's it's not a replacement. It's something that suits it suits your purposes, whatever it is. Like we're when we're traveling, we're on the road, we're right. in Vegas for uh, for a PCA tournament. That's a tournament. PCA uh, show, uh, that's that's what we do. We have something like this, and it's just easier to do. You don't have to have all the – most places, most uh, Airbnbs aren't going to have the bar that I have, Randy, so I just get – like, I'm, I'm spoiled. So we just this way well, it just makes it easy. Yeah, you are. Really, <clears throat> yeah, really baby. You are. I, I, have uh, a, I have a question for both of you guys, and then I'll let you guys talk about your pairings or whatever you want to do for the rest of the show. But there's there's two cocktails that are traditionally thought of as, as bad pairings with cigars, and that's a Bloody Mary – and a margarita. In fact, for years, um, who was the guy? Uh, who was the guy, Jordan, with Espinosa that used to make fun of you constantly because you drank a margarita one time? Uh, what was his name? Fernando. 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 Anyways, these two cocktails sort of get this rap as being very hard to pair cigars with, and I I maybe kind of agree with the Bloody Mary just because of the spiciness. You know, me personally, I like a margarita, but I just want to see how both of you guys respond to that 
objection as these two cocktails are being as being two of the harder and maybe things to avoid with cigars. But I don't know if that's true for me. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, I think I think it's a I mean, you're you're dead on accurate. Those, those are the those are the two that everyone seems to think is impossible to. I think for margaritas, it's again going back to the intensity of the lime. Um, some of the sweetness will run over a lot of cigars. Um, and so it, it, you have, you know, a, a narrower a list of cigars that you can go to that has the intensity of flavor. You know, I know this cigar pretty well. I knew that the, the baking spice, the sweetness, it would be enough to hold up to the intensity uh, of the, of the beverage. But, uh, but, you know, to, to your own point, Eric, you know, with the one you chose, uh, in that 12 year Connecticut, um, maybe isn't quite enough to, to uh, not get run over. So I, I think I think margarita is a difficult one, but there are very good pairings that are fantastic. You know, again, that Escurio was terrific. You know, I'll, I'll I'll talk a little bit about this one in a minute, but I think I think it mostly comes down to um, to intensity and you know anything that's heavily intense, like that's a high intensity, is always going to be a little bit more tricky. Uh, to pair with um, because of its uh, you know ability to run over uh, lighter flavored and intensity cigars. Sensei's yeah. up in the game with the Patron. Nice. Oh my! Throw a little that in there. Throw a little that in there. Robbie, what do you think about that objection to those two cocktails? Uh, I would I would agree with the objection to Bloody Mary. Yeah. Just because. It's that it's tomato based. There's so much spice. Vis- there's so much spice. There's so much viscosity going yes. on in there. There's a lot of different flavors. It's it really when I think of a, of a good Bloody Mary, it really it's a real palate coder. Mm. So you almost would need to have a sip of water in between just mm. to really get at least some of the effect of a cigar. Now, you, you could smoke a big old. Uh, triple Lajero bomb that's going to have a ton of spice to it, and maybe you could find something there. Uh, that does not sound appealing to me, so um, I'm totally on board with that. I, I, at the same time, I think we should try to do it on a show, see what happens. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe that makes for a good uh, wild card episode, and just to see if we could find something. Um, margarita to me is a different is a different beast. I, my opinion of of uh, beverages that are uh, fruit forward has changed dramatically uh, since we've been doing this show um and since i had that mojito at uh, <laughs> casa fuente that's the one that really changed my mind now granted that's a different beverage but it's still uh, you got a lot of lime happening in that uh margarita is more intense for sure um but given the way that my pairing is working and it's not even <clears throat> i mean it's doing what i anticipated but it's still working pretty well. So I, I think that there's there's definitely a way to pair with a margarita, especially if it's a margarita that you're making yourself. Because then you can, like if I'm making a margarita myself, this pairing would have been great. Because I could control the level of orange that I'm getting out of that drink. I could add that that floater of quant, of Contro, Contro, Contro? Quan. 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 <laughs> you're my ambassador of Quan, man. Um, <laughs> that's a good movie. Uh, Quantro, yeah, and you can, you can really a- adjust the flavors that you're going with. Oh dear, um, <laughs> but uh, th- thank you for that, Eric. Um, yes. it's a family show, uh, and and really with that you don't have a family, so I, I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? Um, there's you get the joke. Um, <laughs> it's always good when you have to explain your jokes. Um, 
so yeah, I, I I'm not really on board to say that a margarita is a tough pairing. I'll say it's it's difficult. It's not as difficult as an IPA. IPA is a tough pairing. Mm, that's but then true. There's also people there's also people who drink IPAs with with I see people people that I respect to their palate, and like they're constantly drinking hazy IPA is and smoking these cigars. I'm like that cannot be a good pairing, and they love it. So what is it? I guess it doesn't really matter what other people say. If somebody tells you it's not going to be a good pairing, that's their problem, not yours. You can do whatever you want. But there's been more difficult things to pair with than a margarita. All right. Yeah. Bloody, Bloody Mary's one that, that I've really like thought about trying to uh, bring to the show. I've done several, and I, and I like I, I really enjoy a good bloody, uh, you know early day Bloody Mary on the weekend. Uh, I, I drink Bloody Marys with, with some level of frequency. and um, You guys hit the nail on the head. I, and the spice level and the viscosity make it a you know, perfect way to say it. It's so much better than tongue condom. It's very coating. <laughs> That's on, eggnog. On mouth. <laughs> and so, uh, eggnog! So, 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 yeah, you don't get the penetration. You, you, you don't. You're, whoa, you're, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, you, you don't, nice. You, Easy. You, your, your receptors are so coated that they're not even able to re- uh, perceive the, the smoke. Um, and so it, 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 those are the toughest pairings is, is, is when it's eggnog, when it's, uh, to, whether it's tomato or milk-based, doesn't matter. If it's very, very coating, it's just going to, like, prevent you from being able to, uh, to uh, perceive all the, all the flavor of the cigar. And, uh, and yeah, now I'm distracted with it. Wait, you said you, you can't feel the penetration. You lost me. So <laughs> let, um, let me just quickly explain just one thing for the <laughs> podcast viewers about the whole what we're talking about is on, on Monday we were on the uh, we were on the how about that cigar and they did a pairing roulette and uh, hmm. so you, you you have to you have to get you have to drink whatever the the thing spins on and then you have to smoke whatever the thing spins on. And I got eggnog with a cigar, and Garrett from How About the Cigar, he, he loved that. But Randy, Robbie, that eggnog coated my tongue, and it, I couldn't taste the cigar at all. It was like, and I, say, I said on the show, this tastes like, it was like a tongue condom. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't perceive the tongue flavors them. of the cigar because of the thick coating on the tongue of that eggnog so that's that's where some of the comments uh were coming and here from. we are and here we are yeah, Got yeah. It. thank it you for clearing that up with up. for the uh well and there was a comment that popped up on the screen if you're listening in the podcast you didn't see that so uh thank well, you for bringing well, you, that full circle i was I, actually I, going to suggest that we try to do a uh an eggnog uh like a maybe do an eggnog episode next week leading up to christmas uh, i was going to push that idea after the show but now and all this condom talk, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I don't think that, uh, I don't think I'm on board with that anymore. Randy, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to make a comment because you, you know, you pointed out, yeah, yeah, we've we've covered this a few times on the show. IPAs are very difficult to pair with cigars, primarily because of the bitterness um, and the floral characteristics of of the hops. Uh, yeah, you know, don't necessarily um, blend really well with the with the flavors. But here's the thing, I am one of those people that you've seen. Drinking hazy IPAs and smoking a cigar, and so, you know, since we do this pairing show, you know, I'll throw it out there. Just because you're enjoying two things at the same time, doesn't mean you're pairing them. Doesn't mean they have to make a good pairing. Mm-hmm. Again, I I really like the the term. Great point. That, that a great pairing is greater than the sum of its parts. Um, sometimes it's okay to just smoke a cigar and drink a drink and have them not create a greater sum than th- that those of its parts. You know, if they're not 
totally conflicting and creating like a, a, a bad flavor on your palate by combining the two of them, then you can go ahead and do whatever you want and, and just, uh, you know, so, so again, when I drink an IPA and smoke a cigar, I enjoy it just fine. I'm, I'm hitting topo, you know, in between a lot of the times to kind of cut down some of that bitterness, but I'm just not pairing it. And so you're not always pairing just because you're consuming two things at the same time. Ooh. Um, that was so some deep stuff right there. I like, I I like what he said, though. Yeah. Like that made no, a I lot it. of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I think so that, that kind of brings us back to the salt on the rim. Is that a pairing, or is or is it just too? Am I just drinking? Are you two just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jordan. But for a guy that can't taste, you have a lot of your sense of humor. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's get into these pairings, Randy. Why don't you uh, pander to the audience and tell them that this is the greatest pairing that you've ever had on the face of this show? Well, uh, since I don't pander, I, I, I speak genuinely from the heart. I will say that um, I'm not getting what I thought I would get here. Um, th there is more sweetness in the margarita than uh, the sweetness of the cigar is really able to stand up to. And I think actually that there's so much sweetness in the drink. It's actually muting the sweetness that I'm used to, I'm accustomed to from this blend. Because um, I, I always do think of this blend as very, as having this great, cinnamon toast crunch kind of like sweet character to it um but you, you know as we've talked about before you once your palate becomes over um oversaturated you, you get palate fatigue uh, the 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 super sweet drink really doesn't allow the sweetness of this cigar to uh, stand out and so i'm not getting that that sweet and sour um kind, kind of greater than the sum of its parts they're not conflicting the the the, uh, the um, intensity is pretty spot on like I, I feel like I'm tasting all, all the all the nice flavors that I like in this cigar just not so much of that sweetness and so um, I'm going thumbs down on this one myself uh, there's nothing wrong with this pairing it's it's not one that uh, that I would recommend that you uh, show to somebody to illustrate what a great pairing is with a cigar um, so that's where I fall on it yeah I, I, I hear you um... So I'm I'm getting really what I anticipated is there's I get that the bright citrus and this is sweeter Randy to your point this is sweeter than anticipated mm -hmm. uh, it's better now that, that my you know mountain of ice has started to melt and it's a bit watered down um, but there is I am getting that kind of lingering sweetness from the cigar that kind of hits the sides of the tongue um, that really that really promotes. Uh, saliva, salivation. So this is definitely not a, a dry pairing in any means. Uh, there are some highlights from this cigar that I'm missing, though. Uh, a, a lot of that depth of flavor is getting run over just by the sheer intensity of this margarita. Now, I will say that, again, I don't think a margarita is impossible to pair with. I think nope. this one in particular is tough because it's, you know, it's a mass-produced margarita, and it's it's made for people who want to taste, who want just like a ton of, uh, I, I don't know, it's just very extra. The flavor is just over the top for me. Mm -hmm. It's, and as I said, you know, during the live, when I said uh, maybe I put like a, you know, I don't know, maybe a cup of water in here or something. And if I would have done that, it probably would have tasted better. It's still good. Don't get me wrong. But as far pairing as pairing, better, yeah, know. it's just it's it's just an onslaught of margarita as opposed to, there's just no nuance. There's just no nuance to it. Now, if you're, we're making the margaritas. We got, you know, floaters happening, and we're using some some higher end tequilas and things of that nature. Then it's a different ballgame, and we're I think we would probably have very different 
uh, opinions of our pairing. I will say that I am achieving what I wanted to as far as that citrus, but the rest of the cigar is getting kind of blown out. I'm getting, you know, some of the uh, the spice, that white pepper, really more of a black pepper, I guess, uh, on the retrohale. That kind of clears the palate a little bit, but uh, it's the the drink is just too aggressive. So I'm going to go with a thumbs down as well. Um, but I will say I would like to revisit. Actually, I'd love to revisit this show with actual margaritas that we make, and we, we pick the same cigars and just to see. Because I'd be curious. Uh, it would be a good test to see if we have any idea what we're doing. Because I, th- I do think that both of our, our angles were pretty good. I just think that the flavor in this is, uh, is dialed up to 11, uh, and it's just a little bit overbearing. Yeah, it's it's sweeter than anything. I, I, I don't think I've ever had your homemade margaritas before, but I can imagine – Neither of us make our margaritas this sweet at home. <laughs> they don't uh, taste like this. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, so. the same core flavors are there, but right. there's 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 going to be there's different levels of that flavor. There's nuance to it. There's subtlety happening. Uh, this is this has none of that. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, you mind telling us uh, what the audience thought of our of our efforts? All right. So, and I was uh, if we have enough time after I do this, I'll throw up another quick poll. But anyways, uh, the, on the main poll. We have Robbie in taking the lead with uh, 56%. Pretty close. 44%. Oh, very close. Yeah. Yeah, I think very and that's close. I think that goes back to to what I was just saying. Like I think I think our initial plan was Next poll was started sound. now. Okay. I don't we'll find out what the next poll is later. Uh, the I think our our plan was sound as far as the pairings are concerned. Yeah. It's just and and it's funny because it sounds like we're trashing this now. I'm not trashing it. It's great for what it is. It's yep. significantly better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it's just so – it's just dialed up to 11. I, I don't know how else to, to explain it. It's just There's just so much flavor, uh, overabundance of uh, – there you go, Randy. Add some topo to that. Thin it out a little bit. Have we ever talked about ranch water here on the show? Uh, no. Let's talk about it. So ranch water – is oh yeah see ranch water is the shit i didn't even know i'd never heard the term ranch water turns out it's a texan uh beverage uh texas is the number one selling state where topo chico is sold in america and it is a uh it's a customary thing to basically make a margarita and then add topo chico i'm a fan because i love effervescent beverages jump jump back dude this is a huge difference huge difference right it it actually brings the the citrus out even more the effervescence allows for a little bit like brighter character to it it also thins some of that that thick sweetness that that's in this um yeah ranch water is a shit so i i almost always these days make a margarita and then add a little topo chico like maybe percent of how, however much of margarita add that to the um add that of topo chico really lightens it up uh you know makes it fresh and, and delicious and um and can improve if you guys are, are at home and you follow it along with the pairing and you're not loving it you happen to have some carbonated uh water around you might want to just throw, try a splash in there see if it improves your experience because for me it's definitely cut down on that cloying sweetness yeah. um get, get your color to just about that as opposed to, oh, I wouldn't have gone that much. Jeez. As opposed to that, <laughs> now we're talking. This is much better. No. Um, All right. So I, 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 the second poll, second poll, it went quick. Uh, who wore it better? Um, 
So we have Randy at 62%. <laughs> Robbie, 38%. <laughs> <laughs> the wet bandits. The wet bandits. What are you going to do? Nice. <laughs> no, no accounting for taste. Like, I didn't get extra credit for Darth not. Vader and the... No? <laughs> no, the, the, the thing is, people are afraid that I would shiv them in the shower if they didn't vote for me. <laughs> so, so really, what we found out is Randy looks more threatening than I did. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so Fair enough. Good, there's a good chance to that. Fair enough. Well, that's... Yeah, that's... That, this was interesting. This was a good exercise. Again, I think for what this is, it's great. You're having a party, throw a couple of these in there, and it turns out throw a six-pack of Topo Chico on top of it, and you're good to go. Um, yeah, and I stand by my, my the last time we, we did this pairing. If, if you just want to find a great cigar to, to go with the margarita, the Davidoff Escurio, if that's in your wheelhouse, it, it does have this really great, like, earthy, minerally saltiness. that, um, And it's a little bit darker of a cigar, so it has some richness. Again, can hold up to the sweetness of, of, the, uh, of the drink probably a little bit better. I found that to be a really, really strong bearing. Yeah, that was a show that I was uh, disappointed that I missed, and I know that uh, when when you made a you made your margarita, I'm sure it was a, a different beast than what we're drinking now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm curious. I'd like to revisit that. Maybe we'll do that sometime down the road. We'll revisit these pairings with uh, with our own margaritas, and uh, and go from there. Uh, boys, what's uh, going down on uh, Smoke Night Live this Friday? Uh, so, Fri- uh, so first of all, just uh, congratulations to all the winners of the Camacho 12 Days of Christmas. Ooh, we gave away yeah. a box of uh, 2020 Camacho Liberty Series every single day for 12 days. And uh, yesterday was the final day. Uh, so congrats to all those winners. It was amazing. You know what's crazy about that contest was about halfway through, I... I I think it was on. Was it on? I think it was on last week's Flavor Odyssey. I kind of came down on everybody mm-hmm. because of the yeah. the in, the entries were just. I feel I felt like guys were just mailing it in. So I kind of came down on everybody. Got a little bit angry, and then from then on, the entries were great. That's what we expect, folks. When we're gonna get when we're giving away a prize that's worth four hundred dollars every single day for twelve days. So there was some great entries. Uh, so congrats to everybody who won that. Um, appreciate everybody's participation. That was a ton of fun. Thanks to uh, Camacho for sponsoring that. That was incredible. I mean, I don't, I don't know of any other outlet in the world that has done 12 days like that. Um, it's got to be the best contest we've ever done. I mean, yeah, you add, Insane. you add that up. It's pretty incredible. But uh, Friday, uh, two days from today, um, none other than Robert Caldwell will be on the show. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Caldwell cigars, lost and found, all that kind of stuff. We'll ask him about his his uh, the Great Smoke uh, event that he's going to be hosting as well. So uh, all that comes down on Friday. Make sure to tune in and uh, join the fun. Beautiful, yep. uh, Randy. And, next and week, just we're, to answer oh, your question before you ask it, Rob, it's Bar Smith. Yes. Bars. <laughs> I was actually just going to let you talk about it, but that's fine. And I asked if someone could bring it to the show. I, I don't have a bottle of it yet. No one has one. Fair I, don't, I don't have so, one either uh, until then, I go for, buy it. For next, week, for next week's pairing, we are going to be doing a, 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 a old-fashioned. This is not necessarily a ready-to-drink, This is you know, but we did name this pre-mix. Um, so this is one that Jordan actually introduced to us. It's become kind of the dojo go-to when we're on road trips uh, because it can be tough to – uh, you know, get the accoutrement, as uh, Robbie pointed out, when you're uh, on the road and staying at an Airbnb. You don't necessarily have the wherewithal to go buy all the different individual ingredients. But uh, but Barsmith uh, Old Fashioned Mix. Now, it, you do still have to buy the bourbon. 
and uh, and blend it yourself. And the the label itself for Barsmith actually also recommends adding um, uh, a little bit of bitters in addition. Um, but it, it is a very solid. We all think um, you know way, way to again add convenience to your life when you want to have a higher end mixed drink. Get yourself the old fashioned um, pre mix from Barsmith. It's available at your beverages more, your total wines, your uh, your state run stores probably. You know, just go over to the mixer aisle where you find the, the Agonorsa bitters, and uh, right over that same uh, section, you should be able to find the Barsmith um, old fashioned mix. So that's what we're going to be doing next week, um, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, one, you don't blend it, so don't put this in your blender. Um, you just give a, give a little give a little stir. Um, Randy, are you aware that your chair is vibrating? <laughs> it was sorry when you started talking it was just going and i thought am i having some kind of stroke or something or what's happening no it's it's uh no we're not doing the popsicle manhattans uh or what were the uh what well, are the, the well we might do pappy van winkle jello pack. shots what? though yeah yeah we're going jello shots okay beautiful well we, we still need that like that, a pre-mixed drink i like that yeah, i like it uh we still need that fourth so we got to come up with that um so yeah that'll be uh this next wednesday leading into the uh, the Christmas holiday, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> any chance we have to drink uh, bourbon-based cocktails, you guys know that we're going to do it. So uh, <laughs> we are going to go down the old-fashioned road one more time. So that'll be fun. Um, uh, for anybody that's looking for it, if you can't find it locally, you can get it anywhere that will ship it to you. You can find it online in a lot of different places. It costs you about 14 bucks. And I don't know how many how big the bottle is, how many it makes, but I've had it. It's it usually good. makes... 10 ish yeah yeah it's not too bad and i don't know it probably lasts for a while so you should be good to go um so yeah that'll be next week as we continue with the uh pre-made cocktail segment randy of season four uh this was a lot of fun interesting episode uh but again these uh these kirkland uh premium gold margarita it's pretty solid for for what it is you want to take it to a tailgate or take it to the beach or take it to the <laughs> snow or take it out in the wind and rainstorm or uh, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, it'll work out for you with it and just roll around in it. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, that sounds <laughs> sticky. Get a lot of bees. No, I'm not really interested in that at all. At all, Randy. I don't like that. It's, it's weird. It's weird, man. Oh, maybe if you got a, it's just like a big straw. Are you, uh, you, you could fill like up a, a little kiddie pool with it and salt the edge of the pool and just lay in it, you know, and just <laughs> kind of last then man you on earth. Then, then I've you'd been be there before, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See, we've seen the pictures. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is a lot of fun. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues.